BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Sasquatches for 25 years. My American Global Awakening to the New World Order. My American Artificial Intelligence Monroe. My American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. Oh, hell yeah, it's Monday, baby. What's up, Greg? You in the car there? What is going on, people? It's Moon Day. Happy Moon Day. Oh, it is Moon Day. Moon Day. I didn't even realize that. What, what does Moon Day mean? Uh, well, I, I think Monday is Moon Day, right? Oh, I didn't know. Is oh. it Moon Day based off the moon or some shit? I have no idea. Oh, maybe. We'll call it Actually, that. Actually, that's that... what uh, Ryan Gable told us that when we were on a show. I'm like, okay, oh. I got to remember that shit because I like the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, do we get like a uh, time and a half pay for moon days or no? Maybe. I think, yeah, I think at least triple pay. Okay. Well, I mean, we should uh, <laughs> definitely take to the unions and let's get this done. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Every day's a holiday. Well, we should be getting double the price, dude. <laughs> well, did you guys hear about the uh, the killing that happened on the Lunar New Year? The Asian man who shot 10 people? I heard about that. Oh, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't follow up with it, but I, I saw some footage of them surrounding the vehicle, apparently. Yeah, dude. Number 10 is the uh, divine number. Oh. So I'm like, okay, that was a sacrifice. Straight oh. up. All right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Straight up, no questions asked. Actually, <laughs> no questions asked. You bring up uh, you bring up a good thing real quick here because as we get started, guys, obviously partofmyamerican.com. There's merchandise, and we got a new oh, a new shirt, shirt up there. there. And I say this because you just said that's what it is. Uh, this new shirt. Go ahead and say what it is. Uh, it's a uh, Moon cool. Day is very fitting actually because it it's uh it says uh, I'm not saying it's a conspiracy. But it's a conspiracy. And it's got and Greg's it's got silhouette. Greg's, huh? You should pull it up and show the people. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's got Greg's silhouette on a moon. Yeah, his tall hair, because uh, we know his hair is uh, ever popular on this show. And uh, it's a real fun <laughs> shirt, dude. It's a real fun shirt. It's just funny that you brought that up, because it's like, <laughs> you're like, yeah, you know, it is what it is. That's what it is. Uh, so, no, I'm, yeah, I'm super excited I, about I this. A brilliant segue on my part. There you go. Absolutely. So, here's the new shirt, guys. It's up now. It's just a fun fun shirt and if you love greg's hair and you love the moon talks and conspiracy this is a great one for you there she is there she is <laughs> i'm not saying it's conspiracy but it's a conspiracy <laughs> and this hair almost your hair almost peaks the moon almost uh, it's pretty close it's uh yeah yeah it's an eclipse of greg this is what it is it's a greg eclipse yeah a solar greg that's uh, good 
Uh, no, go yeah, check it. I would like to just see like a picture of the moon just taking over my face. Ah, so it's yeah. like the real the real photo, <laughs> but then just the moon, like a bunch of pock pock holes. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. That's funny. Maybe that we can put that in the works. I <laughs> know, uh, we'll guys. A sticker if you go to parmamerican.com, you'll find this shirt and many other shirts, and uh, everything that is sold on that site does help this podcast with all of our needs. We oh, use yeah. that for the show needs. So uh, go check it out, guys, and uh, rock this stuff, and it helps get our name out there, and we appreciate that. And Patreon members, we love you. And if you guys haven't signed up, please do, okay? Um, we are going to have some changes There's coming up. There's going to be some switches coming up. We'll N- announce Not to uh, the actual, later. like, you know, it's, it's still going to be the 5 and $10 tier, but we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that in the middle of this week here. But there are going to be some changes that it's going to just give you more content on there. Uh, so we'll discuss that. But if you haven't signed up, please do. Uh, it's it's a huge part of this show. It's a huge part of us being able to do what we do and uh, put out as much content as we do yeah. is based off of those Patreons. So we love you to death. And uh, my wife and Chris's wife actually got to go out last night on a uh, basically like a, a ladies' day with Dee and her uh, and her daughter-in-law, who's one of our OG supporters. We love Dee. We got to actually uh, hang out with her. And get some drinks and some food and visit with her when we moved here. And uh, she's amazing. But she took the girls out and they went wine tasting. They had oil and vinegar tasting and yeah. just had great food. Wait and, a second. What's oil that? and vinegar tasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, see, you're like Chris. Uh, so apparently you don't like bread with oil and – or not oil and vinegar. I'm sorry. It was balsamic vinegar and oil. You know what I mean? Like when you dip yeah, it. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah, that's good. I thought they did. I, you didn't say the bread part. No, I they had. They well, like, see, no, no. Well, I guess there was one part where they were just like taking shots of. Well, oil Jill, uh, actually, Ashley too. Your wife said that like the balsamic like was real tasty, hmm. but they were dipping little cubes of bread and trying it. You know what I mean? But I love oil yeah. and bread, dude. Love it. Uh, and so they enjoyed it quite a lot. But uh, no, D was over the top, and they were just like they couldn't believe how much fun they had. Um, just great, great followers that we have, and that and that's kind of a a tip to all the 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 Patreon people because everyone gets along in that kind of same way. It's all just this one big huge family friendship. It's thing. awesome, and they got us this belt, bro. You haven't even you guys haven't even seen the belt. Literally, it's not been on the show. Well, you can't even show it right now. Yeah. But anyways, uh, Greg has it in his studio. We can show it this week. But I, uh, this belt is came from our, our supporters yeah. on Patreon. So if you're not part of this family, Do get it. on there. It's well worth it. Absolutely, man. Uh, so anyways, guys, some, we got some fun topics today. Uh, some stuff I haven't even really read up on, but I kind of glanced at it. Greg, you put one up right away that I totally forgot to put on my end, but it's a good one. Uh, Pamela Anderson. When was the last time you heard that shit? Do you have this article? It's Pamela Anderson, right? Yeah. It's, the, it's yeah, over to the I, right. Anderson, the last time I heard something from her was when she was um, spewing out conspiracies about COVID. Yeah, yeah. Well, she come out here on TMZ, this is per TMZ, saying, Tim Allen, I love me some Tim Allen, bro. I do love Tim Allen. Flash his pee-pee. He uh, flatly denies it, okay? So she is making a claim that during uh, one of their, on the set, that Tim Allen exposed his penis. Mm. Yeah, dude, I read this, and apparently she went back to, like, the uh, the ready room, you know, where, like, they all kind of, like, do their powder and makeup and stuff. Uh-huh. And she walked into his room, and he was in his robe, and he just, like, opened it up real quick. And mm. he goes, um, I saw you naked, so now you've seen me naked, so now we're even. Ah. And okay. I'm like, okay, like something he would do well she's putting out a new memoir which seems to be the the trend right now right yeah. these memoirs and he's claiming bs and it says here 
The iconic actress and model shared the flashing allegations. Oh, geez, TMZ. <laughs> in the excerpt from her book, Love, Pamela, which uh, Variety obtained. It is uh, see, detailed an event that she claimed happened in 1991 on TA's sitcom at the time, Home Improvement. I didn't even so, know. Oh, yeah, Pamela Anderson was, was part of his TV show on there, huh? Yeah, she was the girl from... I forgot about that. Yeah. So, yeah, she's... Yeah, it was actually a pretty prominent part. Like, yeah. Actually yeah. on the TV show. Yeah. And, you know, like, like, I don't know, man. I This kind of stuff just bothers me. Now, I'm not saying it didn't happen. Certainly not. Uh, but my problem is, Pamela, you've had a voice in the industry, even more so in the 90s than now. Yeah. And, like, why in the world did you not come out with this? Now, especially because who was the, uh, what was the comedian that was flashing his dick around, jerking off to people? Oh, yeah. Uh... I can't think of his name off the top of my head. I'm just brain farting it. Uh, Louis C.K. Oh, so yeah. Louis C.K. years ago came out where he was jerking off in front of other comedians, right? And he got just, he got, like, raked for that one. Why would you not come out and be like... That's jerking off, bro. That's not like just flashing your weaver. Yeah, no, 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 no. I hear you. I hear you. But what I'm saying is, is like we've had multiple incidences where this has been exposed, whether the Me Too movement, Louis C.K. doing his thing. Why would she not have come out and been like, hey, I had my own experience with this kind of stuff, the flashing, and this is what happened. But no, now we're years... Dude, we're talking 30 30 fucking years. Yeah, she probably wasn't making a big deal about it, and somebody read the memoir and is now making a big deal about it, and she doesn't want it to be a big deal. Well, I want to hear her say that she doesn't want to make it a big deal. Yeah. Because if she came out and been like, no, I showed him my boobies, and he showed me his pee-pee, and it was a mutual thing, then so be it. But if, if... Well, she didn't have to show him the boobies. She was in Playboy. You know what I mean? Well, that does, yeah, but yeah, but listen, if you run into like a, a porn star in the street, you can't just flash your dick because you've seen her <laughs> naked. That's not how it works, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, exactly. Uh, tip for but tap, right? Yeah. Like, they, they were, they just wanted to get comfortable. They're like, hey, you know what? We're gonna be on the same TV show. I've seen you naked. Here you go. Okay. Now you know what my dick looks like. Well, she wrote that on the first day. This is a quote here. On the first day of filming, I walked out of my dressing room. And Tim was in the hallway in his robe. He opened the robe and flashed me quickly, completely naked underneath. He said, it's only fair because he had seen her naked. Now we're even and laughed uncomfortably. Tim uh, did that. So, no, it never happened. It would never do. such. I would never do such a thing. Uh, he's straight up saying it. It didn't happen, period. So there, he's claiming well, that. That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty brazen out in the hallway. I thought that was in the dressing room. No, nah, so, apparently yeah. he's in the hallway. I don't yeah, know. A little breezy out there, too. It might be cold. It might not be as big as it could be. You know what I mean? I mean, it was. Maybe it would have been better if he would have opened it and said, it's tool time. You know what I mean? And then uh, showed his, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, showed his, uh, you know, his his tool. He just opens will. up his robe yeah. and goes, huh? Yeah. I'm a tool and it's tool time. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Like this is my socket wrench. You know, whatever it was. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. You know, but the, the point is, is listen, I don't condone people flashing their penises at people. Uh, and I certainly, like, I totally respect the fact that just because she had been naked in Playboy or whatever the situation, I mean, remember, this is the lady who also released her sex tape with Tommy Tommy Lee. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so she's been exposed. Well, yeah, but let's, let's also remember that this is the early 90s when that shit was just like, okay, whatever. Like, like people used to do that crap, dude. Uh, I'm sure they you did. Know, like, somebody, like, people would prank and, like, their dick at like a McDonald's, they go pick up yep. their order and they moon all the time. Like those 
videos that you've seen. Oh yeah. man, can you imagine mooning like, somebody at McDonald's now? If someone saw, got a glimpse no, of your like, fucking butthole in the drive-thru, you're going to prison for life. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, if you yeah, if so, you drive around uh, Portland, you see a lot of butthole. There's a lot of naked homeless, dude. You know what I'm saying? There's no issue with that though, because they need help. But hmm. I get Greg. I get what you're saying. Like times are times have changed. But my my thing was is if you were offended by this, uh, because here's the deal. I've seen like dude, and our friends used to do it, man. Like we have, we had friends, and oh, the band yeah. of shit. They just they would fucking try to like fucking fart on you and flash their dicks and shit, and just like being dumb dudes. And it's like I would never make a memoir and just put that in there if it, if I didn't want the world to know about it. So my question well, is, is, why would she not say something back then if she was so offended? That's true. And then because I remember um, Adam Carolla, he had like his friends all listed in this book. I mean, no one really knows who his friends are, but like. One of his friends, when they were younger, back in the day, like early 80s, 70s, they went through a drive-thru, and his friend was in, like, driving shotgun, or riding shotgun, and pissed through, the, like, the window onto the employee at, like, a McDonald's. Oh, God. <laughs> what? That's a powerful yeah, stream. Like, yeah, the piss got all in my car. And, like, no one knew that he was going to do this, and he just, like, whipped out his dick and started peeing right over the, the steering wheel through the window and i'm like what the hell yeah yeah <laughs> i'm like i would not be friends with that man so uh i mean we did that I, kind of shit when we were younger i mean i had a buddy who would his party joke would he, he'd drink a bunch of beer and stuff and then when he would have peed like he'd piss backwards up over his head wow that's wow, impressive okay. yeah and he wouldn't the, get any on like him dog. the arc yeah, he'd, he'd arc up over the over him. Yeah. Dude, I, I listen, I get it. I get it that, like, times are definitely different now. And that doesn't that seems mean... seems like something I'd see at the zoo, Chris. Like a, <laughs> <laughs> like, like a monkey. He just... actually did one at my... Uh, I was at... was it? My first bachelor party I had. In my first marriage, we were at, a, at somebody's house, and he actually ended up peeing over, like, an eight-foot fence. Mm. Like, the, the privacy fence. He wow. went up over the fence and was actually accidentally peeing into someone's truck. That's incredible. Yeah. That's some, like, real well, power. You know, you know what yeah. I don't like about that, though, is uh, the arc implies that some of that will fall back and land on you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the, well, guy, the guy pissing the arc, I mean, he got peed on by his own pee, right? Uh, maybe a little bit. Well, see, you just have to know when to like tilt it around you. Well, yeah, you kind of like power. start off in front and then you you work it around. Yeah, it's like a lasso. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just spinning that thing, getting ready to catch something. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you don't. You don't start off going straight over. Then you're gonna piss in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That first that first shot. <laughs> it's not a good shot. Yeah. No, it's I, like pissing in the wind. Yeah, I don't know what you do with this story. Like, it is obviously hitting the news right now. But how how do you go forward with this, right? Like, you're talking about something that happened 32 years ago. You're talking about two very famous people, right? Uh, and to your point, Greg, like, I, I this is the issue. Like, and I get it. We've talked about this before. But like, if there's a problem, you need to say something because letting it just kind of stew for 30 years is not helping you. Well, I don't know. Was Pamela? Well, no, that's the issue. The issue is that it wasn't a problem until today's society. Yeah, sure. So, but but did, I don't know that she said that's, that or not said that. Did she say in her book that like she was uh, offended or hurt by this or felt violated? Like I, I don't know if she did. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. I, Scroll down real quick. That, right? Uh, I I just I don't. Yeah, so I don't know. This is like they're saying that this is one of the big bombshells. Now, here's the deal. Part of this could be like, hey, this is a great talking point to sell her book because, you know, it's the first bombshell from her book. 
that, uh, you know, Tim Allen exposed himself and now people are going to buy her book. There's always that shit. But, well, yeah, they said this is one of the biggest bombshells that has surfaced from Pan's upcoming memoir. If this is a oh, yeah. bombshell, come, what, who expected bombshells coming out of her book about herself? Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I, not a bombshell, bro. I mean, I mean, Pamela Anderson's life is pretty fucking open to the public. But see, my thing is, it's like, why? So let's say that this was a joke. Let's say that you never took it offensively and you were friends with Tim and everything was fine. He was your coworker, and you saw a little pee-pee. Okay, but let's say you were, like, totally fine with it. Some people are fine with that. Just I'm going to be clear. Some people are okay with it. Uh, she obviously clearly didn't mind nudity because she was all about it. Yeah. She was on the fucking boat just buck naked, bone in Tommy Lee's giant schlong. Well, when she was on Home, Home Improvement, was she already, like, a, a, she was a, a star model. at that point? or She modeled and shit, and I think she was, yeah, she was very, like, that was right. I don't know when Baywatch happened. Uh, I think that happened right afterwards, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, I think Baywatch was after. No, she was a beautiful be woman wrong. who was modeling and probably doing a lot of stuff and and up and coming. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously Tim Allen said that he saw her naked already, so maybe she already was in Playboy. Oh, maybe. That, that yeah. could be it. So, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. Like, obviously, I don't condone people just slapping their ding around and everybody seeing it. Uh, but, well, and you got to look at it this way: is like Tim Allen's a big conservative voice, right? They're, yep. So they're trying to shut him down. They've been trying to shut him down for a long time. So absolutely, surprising if it's a smear job. But you said it yourself. She's also made some pretty, uh, some pretty interesting claims as well. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where to go with this. Now, I would just say, listen, if you didn't want that getting out, and, and if you were okay with it, then why would you put it in your book? Because obviously, you have to know that that would be a huge thing. Uh, well, but, that's why she put it in her book. Yeah, but shit, dude. I don't know. I I would just I would just say like I don't condone that. But damn, if you can't if you don't say something, this is what happens. Thirty years down the road, now what do you do? You can't prove that it happened. He it said, didn't she happen. Said. She said it didn't happen. She said it did happen. And now we're just in this thing where now you gotta like you got more reason to hate him if you already hated him. You have more reason to well, call it's, her names. It's, uh, it's eyeballs on her book. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. yeah. So the other one that uh, you put up here, Greg, that I thought was kind of bizarre, and that's that's understating. And I'll say this: it's coming from Fox, which makes it even more bizarre. <laughs> uh, Nancy Pelosi called priests to perform an exorcism after husband's hammer attack. The daughter says, "What? Did you read this?" Yeah, that is bizarre, bro. Um, sorry, I'm going through like a rough patch right here, so I might lose connection, but. Yeah, I read it, dude, and I was like, no way is this true. And I found it on Fox News, and I'm like, fuck, I guess. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying, like, Fox News is speaking truth. Yeah, well, no, I but there's it. probably some tr something to it, right? Well, yeah. yeah, it's like a verifiable, you know, news source. That yeah. says Ale like some, like, newspunch.com or something. says Alexandra Pelosi. I'm assuming that's her daughter's that's name, That's her daughter. Right? That's the one that filmed the uh, documentary, by yeah. the way said the attack on Paul Pelosi weighed really heavy on her mother's soul. Okay. <laughs> Apparently. Scroll down. Let's see this a little quick. Former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi had priests come to her San Francisco home to perform an exorcism after her husband was severely attacked in November. Uh, Pelosi, the daughter, or Alexandra Pelosi, the daughter of Nancy, told the New York Times that her mother called priests to perform an exorcism of the house over Thanksgiving what? Like, have some turkey and, hey, priest, would you like a piece as well? Uh, just weeks after Dave, uh, David DePape allegedly attacked Paul Pelosi with a hammer. So, 
So did, was it ever confirmed, like, how many people were in the house? No, I, no, not that I know of. I don't know. And I think there's actually a, a push right now to get, like, uh, like video or, or something like that about all this. Yeah, the body cam the, yeah. from the police, right? Yeah. But, see, they're also painting. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, well, so I'm, I'm doing some stuff on Strange Donner right now about Hiram Abiff, which is the, um, the Freemasonic equivalent of Osiris, like okay. the Egyptian god. And the way that Hiram Abiff, so Hiram Abiff is like a big deal to Freemasons. That's like Master Mason status, you know what I mean? And they do reenactments to, um, Hiram Abiff was killed. He was murdered by three uh, lower level Masons. And he was murdered with a hammer mm. and attacked, right, with a head, right? So I'm like, okay, so Paul Pelosi was attacked. Were they doing some sort of ritual reenactment of this Hiram Abiff murder scene? And then something went wrong. Maybe I actually I actually just found a a clip from the New York Times of a 94 like 1994 article that said like ritual gone wrong. And these people were doing um, another like Freemasonic ritual where they shoot an apple off the head like it's supposed to be fake. But the gun was actually loaded like Alec Baldwin style. Mm. And he shot the guy in the head. Ah, ah, interesting. So, I mean, this shit happens where. You know, the rituals go awry, and uh-oh, you know, someone's calling the cops. Yeah, no, that's, no, like, you can't just say that, like, people don't do weird shit. So, like, me, who's, like, the whole ritual thing is a little bit like, you know, uh, to say that it doesn't happen is just blatantly false. Like, people get into a frame of mind where they feel like they have to do these rituals, and we've seen it time yeah. and time again. Like, it's not like it's just, out of the I'm realm. Wondering- I mean, the hammer is, just comes out of nowhere. Like, well, what the hell were they doing with a hammer? Bro? I think, I think, well, well I think everybody has at least one hammer, right? I know, but if you, I actually remember, I feel like I've seen a statistic where hammer deaths were actually more prevalent than other deaths, like as far as like even some guns and stuff, like hmm. people using hammers. I could be way wrong on that, but I, I, people do kill people with hammers, like a hundred percent. It's an easy tool. It's inexpensive. Uh, you like it's I not. Know. I'm just thinking of I'm thinking of the Pelosi's house compared to the average Joe's house. Like, well, let's say this guy if was. If you asked me to go, if you asked me to go find a hammer in in uh, Nancy Pelosi's house, it would probably take me 45 minutes to an hour. Huh. I mean, yeah, it, he man, could. I, I'd go what, out to the garage. I'd be like, okay, where's the tool shed? Where's the toolbox? Oh, there's no hammers in here. Dude, I keep a hammer in the junk drawer, baby. Yeah, I, I have. Know, me too. I have a hammer, like. In the junk drawer in my house, I have a hammer in my toolbox, and I have a hammer in my truck. And one in my pants. <laughs> I don't know if the <laughs> I don't know if the Pelosi's are the same way, right? No, he. I think he had one in his pants, too, because I think that's why he was yeah, there. Yeah, that's where he got it. That's where he was there. He's like, <laughs> I'm bringing you the hammer. Yeah, it's hammer time. It's the, You know what time it's it is. Down the crack of my hand. <laughs> Dude, I mean, listen, like, here's the deal. What if this guy was some liberal whack job, right? Because he obviously was this hippie-loving, seemingly, like, weird person. And he doesn't believe in guns. So he's like, I'm going to mm. go with the second best option, and that is a blunt force uh, item. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It could be. But still, here's the deal. It's like, why would they do the exorcism then if this was a ritual? You well, know what I mean? so Maybe because it went, it went bad, you know, mm. and that's why they need the exorcism. That's possible. Huh. Sure. I, I, listen, I'm not going to argue that one. Like, I don't know. They're weird. 
she's weird. He's weird. They're all weird. Like the black glove, the fucking weirdness. Uh, she, in the article, she claimed that, uh, that she felt, Nancy Pelosi felt extreme guilt uh, that she was the one that the attacker was there for and her husband took all the brunt of the trauma when it was supposed to be her and it was in their family home. And, uh, you know, basically... Yeah, but that's not... I mean, you don't have a, an exorcism because you feel guilty. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I... I... Like, Listen to this. Demonic I know, but check this out. House. Listen, can you agree to some extent that Nancy Pelosi has been hit pretty hard recently about her, like, her faith and whether she's a real Christian or a real Catholic because she believes in abortion? We can agree on that, right? We even saw the, mm-hmm. we well, even, we even I mean, saw that... the, the priest say that she, he, she wasn't welcome in the church because of her support. Am I wrong? Yeah, but that really just happened when she took the trip to the Vatican. I mean, after that, there wasn't much focus on her religion. I'm just saying there's been some people that have questions their faith. I mean, we can agree on that, right? Sure. So if she came out and said, you know, I have so much faith in the, in the church that we actually performed an exorcism because I felt the house was just full of bad energy and negative negativity like some people would be like oh that's really cool that she went to the church for help like you don't think that that could paint some positive light that she's willing to go to the church for help which means she's a real christian well now and think about this though like don't exorcisms entail expelling a demon from a body yes no so no Home or, or just no. or just uh entities from a yeah physical area yeah it's the bad like the bad energy like if you see like if you watch any of the ghost shows and they're trying to like yes they're trying to get the the you know the bad energy out of the house the demons or I'm going to exercise the demons yes but they're also trying to cleanse the home they're trying to no have, I think that's different I think cleansing the home and exercising something is completely different I, I agree but what does it say that like on the thing like if we pull that article back up I know that they said they they performed an exorcism on the home. Right. During oh. Thanksgiving, an exorcism of the house. Hmm. So they were like, and I, listen, let's be real. How many people really understand like watch ghost shows and understand the terminology? She could have easily misspoke. I'm just saying if they just felt like there was bad energy, I'm just trying to give her some credit here. If they felt like there was super bad energy in the home, that somebody was in their home. Yeah. Like but- I could see them saying we want to cleanse this home of any of the bad energy that's in the home. Yeah. But if you're, if you're, you don't have to watch ghost shows to know what an exorcism is. Yeah. But. I get that. Even if you're super religious, you know the difference between cleansing something and what an exorcism no, is. No, I don't think you do. I don't no? think so. No. If you say, like, we're performing an exorcism, like, you had a priest. I feel like a, an exorcism is, like, the the final, fuck, this is our last chance thing. Yeah. But I'm just saying if they're going to perform an exorcism of the house and you just say there was an exorcism performed, like, that would did be easily mistaken. Did she say who showed up? Like, who was the name of the... No. Thing? No, scroll down No, here. it doesn't say that. It, it says that, like I was saying before, that she had uh, was heavy on her soul. She felt real guilt that it, it broke her. And uh, over Thanksgiving, she had a priest coming, trying to have an exorcism of the house and having prayer services at the home. Hmm. He's a strong person, athletic. He's been tough. It's going to be at least three or four months before he's back to normal, blah, blah, blah. But no, there's no... There's no actual no mention of uh, mention of, of people who, actually who did it. Okay, because I'm just saying, like maybe it was um, just an excuse to have the priest come over for who knows what. You know what I mean? Like Catholic priests are notorious for certain things. Right? I'll tell you what, though, that property value just went down. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good luck trying yeah. to sell your house now, Nancy. Because now you got to disclose that shit. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is a beautiful or, home. I'm very interested in this. Like, well, there was an exorcism here. <laughs> Fuck hey, that. I'm out. Yeah, uh, Zach Baggins might have a lot of interest in that. It might <laughs> hey. be a bidding war. Yeah, man. <laughs> Maybe. The next season is the first episodes that Nancy Pelosi. This is out. the home where evil lives. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one, dude. The hammer attack happened in this hallway. Uh, yeah, dude. The hammer attack was just uh, a precursor to the fact that she's just evil in, her, in herself. Uh, no, it's, listen, it's, I don't know. I feel like you could take it out of context. It is fucking weird. Because, weird. like, most homes, now here's the deal. I understand that a lot of people in their homes, they feel weird energy. And I will say this. We had our home broke into many years ago when I was at my mom's house still. Uh, our house got broke into. and And, like, it was destroyed in a lot of ways and they rummage through everything and i will tell you that when somebody else you know somebody else has been in your home going through your shit or there was something that was traumatic that happened it makes the home feel weird you know what i'm saying yeah. like i felt very like weird at the house it i was just like uh, at our apartment over on uh, yeah commerce and it feels weird yeah. right well it was weird because i went inside and i could smell the guy like i yeah. could still smell oh, the cigar what? yeah from yeah. The, the, intruder yeah hmm yeah no, was, i mean this guy the, my mom's who it was a neighbor who was a fucking like some crackhead i'm because I'm, actually we not too long after we had somebody try to break in again when we were there when i was there with my fun, my friend jeff uh and they were yeah. just these yeah but they came through our house they ripped our carpet with knives all of our carpet all of our couches had knife blades run through it i mean we, they destroyed what? everything yeah were they looking for something I don't know. They were, were they just like destroying method. the fucking house. And they're looking for meth or um, like they think it was. Weapons. They took all of our cleaning supplies, all of them, all my mom's shoes. <laughs> but they left all of my like CDs, my boombox. Like I had car parts in the garage. I had my Impala was in the garage. I mean, we had ton music equipment, like all kinds of shit. None of that was taken. It was cleaning supplies and my mom's shoes. They're making drugs. And what's even crazier is my brother was there. Sleeping. Through all of this? Slept through it all. <laughs> That's funny. There was one part of our house where they tried to light the carpet on fire. Hmm. There was a huge did, did black you, mark. Did you guys invite the priest over for an exorcism after that no, happened? No. <laughs> no. You should have. I should have. Yeah, I probably would have uh, helped a lot. I, I mean, if she, yeah, I mean, I should have taken her adv advice or something. If I would have known, uh, I would have been like, ah. But I, I, what I'm trying to say is it definitely did make my brother felt a little unease, obviously, because he was there. Like, who knows what could have happened. Uh, we were just like, it's just weird knowing that somebody's been through all your shit. Mm. Like, your house doesn't feel like your home anymore. It feels like an apartment or some, like, random place that's not really yours anymore. Yeah. And, I, I mean, and, and I don't I don't want to get too deep with this, but feel uh, how do you feel, uh, like, sexual abuse victims feel? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, after they've been great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah it's the yeah. same. It's a violation of your personal space and body. Well, if anybody ever breaks into your stuff again, Dave... Just get a hold of me and Greg because we know how to do DIY exorcisms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Greg can throw That's shit. True. Like he's a champion. Yeah, we did shit. an episode on it a long time ago, and we, there was a guy that did it, and we learned from him. Oh, okay. So it's like a yeah, YouTube Chris, video, you, like you do it yourself. Bring up for a super yeah. Just, uh, you, you know, bless it with holy man water. You yep. Know? Oh, okay. Well, see, that's, a, that's and then you read you read uh, parts of the Bible, but you don't just read it. You like scream it at, at the house and stuff. So oh. yeah, you're good Chris, after that. You should start. You should start like a, a business called Holy Man Water. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know just about sell that. that. On the side, you know what I mean. You need like, your house exercise have, called have, Holy uh, Man. 
Well, they have hard AF there at Drinking Bros. And to recover, you should have the Holy Man water. You know, yeah. get some electrolytes in there. Yeah. Okay. Like a hangover here. Dude, great infomercial, though, by the way. Just be like, I've been trained by the best DIY on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get the job done, baby. I graduated from YouTube University, and I know exactly how to do this exorcism. Yeah. Those demons shouldn't be your problem. They're my problem. You, you know will get them out of here in no time. Yeah, dude. <laughs> do you have to talk like that? Yeah, yeah I, I do. Like, yeah. 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 yeah you, you talk like that. Those are the only people that do DIY exorcisms. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, son. <laughs> those demons don't stand a chance against the holy man. You know what I mean? So yeah. like that. That's great. I mean, dude. it's just like all those pastors and stuff that are like super like out there. They yeah. always have a weird like the way they talk. They do. They're very passionate. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, passionate. like the one with the witches. There's witches amongst us. I can smell. Them. I know where they are. They're coming here to my church. Yeah. yeah or what's that one guy that always has the crazy eyes? The old guy that has the huge yeah. fucking church. He always like. And I bleed. Oh God, it's so aggressive. Oh, yeah. This demon is gone. That the is the that's the <laughs> yeah. WWE of, of churches. Yeah, you, know you always have to have a really big personality. Let me tell you, you brother. <laughs> I will be in you later. You know, something like that. Something weird like that. Uh, but do you think that Pelosi's house smelled like patchouli oil, and she couldn't get past uh, it? Well, I mean, were they burning sage or were they burning like the freaking things? I'm just talking. The only way to know that is if we actually get that camera footage. I'm talking about the man himself. He was. He had a look of patchouli. You know what I'm saying? Mm. For sure, dude. Like that. That oil was. uh, I mean, that hammer was oiled in patchouli. Yes, yes, it was. (laughs) That's what it was. They. It. What they just cleansed the house of the smell. They came and they burnt. (laughs) They burned the the sage and stuff. They would rather have that smell than the than the patchouli. Yeah, they they mistaken the uh, the priest for carpet cleaner, uh, USA, whatever the hell. It like was. their mm. their priest came over and he he smelled he smelled a one carpets or whatever. <laughs> he smelled the patchouli yeah, and was like, "This house reeks of demons." <laughs> yeah, this smells oh, like the pits of hell. <laughs> That's what I'd say. That's what I would say for sure. Uh, we must cast it away. The 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 freaking I'm telling you, dude, that patchouli is <laughs> that is straight from the devil's ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's not. The if the devil had anal leakage, it was patchouli oil. God almighty. That's the worst. And I will tell you, if I went into my house and it had been, there was an attack or somebody broke in and I smelled that, I would call the priest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'd be like, get this <laughs> demon seed out of here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this God. shit's rank. <laughs> I'd rather die a sinner. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... <laughs> it's awful, man. Oh, jeez. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, uh, do you mind doing a little on my bookie real quick? Yeah, let's get my bookie. Uh, Yeah, so hey, listen, uh, football's happening right now. Those playoffs are something interesting. Cowboys just dropped the ball. Okay, dropped the ball. But listen, if you like sports and you like having fun, my bookie might be the answer for you. Run lines, money lines, and props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunity to win than my bookie, baby. Getting started is simple. Deposit $300 and play with $200 instantly. Just use the promo code DRINKINGBROS to claim a MyBookie deposit bonus. So whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today. Use that promo code DRINKINGBROS to secure your first deposit bonus of $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet you halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. So that could be 50 100 200 500 doesn't matter. They'll meet you. Bet anytime, any, or bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie, guys. 
And it's the perfect time. Super Bowl's coming up. If you're going to make a bet, bet it on the Super Bowl. Bet it on those uh, playoff championship games. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, good stuff. They are a supporter of the show. So, if you guys could go give some love to them, it helps us out tremendously. Anyways. What, hey, speaking man. speaking hey, of that, so did I you? Do, I do want to uh, talk about something real quick that oh, okay. happened. And I want to see if this ever happened to you guys. Okay. So, um, I went at, downstairs yesterday morning opened the door to my garage and my main garage door was wide open oh and nobody had pressed the button nobody opened it i made sure it was closed before i went to bed mm-hmm. and let you know we just found out that uh, so my wife called the neighbor the neighbor was like oh yeah i meant to, to call you it was the neighbor's daughter to be fair i meant to let you know but i i saw it open around midnight and I was like, what the hell? Hmm. And my wife was like, yeah. So I told you the other day, our garage door just opened by itself. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a second. Hold on here. So what is this symptom and how do we get rid of this? But the uh, the garage door was. You have an exorcism. Yeah. yeah. Have you, you ever had this happen? I think you need to have an exorcism. No, I mean, yes and no. Like there there have been times where <laughs> I definitely felt like I, I yes shut the garage no. door. So yes, yes, exorcism, but no, because maybe just reset the <laughs> Yeah, I mean, listen, when it comes to the like that would be. So here's the deal. I, I always, my wife gives me some shit. She has in the past, not all the time, but I lock our garage door coming into the home. It's actually double yeah. locked, but I always lock it. When I go to bed, I lock it. And it's like, why are you doing that? Like the garage door shut. Like what? what and I'm like, you never know, because those things are like when you're talking about remotes, right? Like some, you can click something and it does something. Like you don't know if where, there's a hack job that's going to actually get in there. So where is the remote at? So here's the deal: is um, I looked up some videos on how this could possibly happen, and so we had to reset our remotes a while back. Yep, and they're saying that. When you're resetting your remote, someone around your neighborhood hits the button around the same time, and their remote is now controlling your garage door. Yeah, but, does, like, you, uh, is, yeah, but does your remote work stuff? still? It would, yes. My remote still works, yeah. So you, you could, like, um, you could map, like, I don't know, up to five remotes to a mm. CDO, right? Yeah, so it depends on the, the receivers and the, and the actual the thing like if the the remotes and stuff are all working on the same frequency there is the potential of a different remote controlling your door boy but i tell you what i feel like that would happen all the time dude if that was really the case like seriously like how you live in a giant community and like you happen to change your thing like i feel like it would happen occasionally for sure like that somebody happens to open the garage here's the deal is like who came home at midnight and opened our garage door you know what i mean like it could have been opened like at 11 or something. We went to bed around 1030 or so. So, But we would have heard it. You know what I mean? We didn't hear anything. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, I never thought could... about somebody else having a remote that could actually mirror up to my garage door. Yeah, it could have, be, it could have been just something like that, I guess. If like if they Because you got that like little loop, little cul-de-sac turnaround thing right there in front of your house. Like if someone yeah. was turning and was facing your house momentarily and pushed their button at that time. Or or you just it's malfunctioning, man. Cuz I know just like on uh like Roku Roku TVs, no matter what TV, like we have two different Roku TVs, one in our room, one in the kids' room, but the remotes work for 
every yeah, TV. Yeah, it's the same with our lights. Yeah, it's, a, it's the yeah, same. They're, fucking, on the same on, they're all on the same frequency. But I mean, so you, you could, could have a garage door that's that's uh like faulty. You know, like if it's that old. Could be too, like some people, for, like that's that one thing that when you look at homes and you buy homes and shit, like you don't even think about the garage door from it. But a lot of times those things are from like the freaking eighties, bro. Yeah, early nineties, like a weird short in the Brandon, garage door. We bought this. We bought this about five years ago. Oh, okay. So it shouldn't be shorting but then. I, I mean, I just I reset the fucker and I just like reset all our remotes and I'm like, okay, let's hopefully this yeah. never happens again because that's freaking bizarre. Well, I mean, listen, keep your door locked for yeah. a while, you know, and just make sure that it's good. But yeah, it's like uh, there's some even cars that have universal keys, bro. Like that yeah. can be used on other like that's just society when you have mass production of shit. Especially when you're using airwaves for like remotes and shit, like it's bound to happen. Like, well, I mean, when all else fails, yeah. call an exorcism. I, I think. Yeah, I think we actually uh, we read an article where there was a woman who was accused of stealing a car because she got into the wrong car. Yep. yep. It was like the exact same model and make of her car, and she got in, started driving away, and she's like, "Oh shit, this isn't my car." <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. I like uh, I like Chris just saying, "Get an exorcism," and you just call him back. My door opened at the witching hour. I don't know oh, what yeah. it is. 3 a.m. It was 3 a.m. It was 3 a.m. It's oh, moving God. on its own. Can you see it? You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't know, man. I mean, like, that, it sucks. And, like, that does give you a little bit of unease, right? Because, I mean, think if you're gone. You're gone for the weekend with your family. You come back, your garage door is open. You're like, yeah. what is this? What's going on here? I, we've had that happen. Like, uh, but not on a garage door where it's electronic. We've had it on the front door to our house a couple times. Where like it didn't latch all the way, mm. and like we'd come home and like the wind had blown it open probably freaky. Like, oh but we pull in the driveway and the front door is wide open, and, and you're immediately like, "Fuck, yeah, that's horrible." So then the the wife and the kids stay in the car, and then I walk in the house like looking for somebody to be fucking cutting up the pillows, trying to burn drugs on the carpet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, do some food magic on your carpet. The best thing you could do, especially if you're unprotected at the time, naked. Just, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Just say, I kids, always, I look away. Well, I mean, look how that turned out for Pelosi. Yeah. Be like, who's in my house? Just fucking balls out, Tim Alling and the whole thing. Like, just, <laughs> And then they're like, I don't want any part of this, dude. You know, and they run away. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just, well, just got to be crazier than the crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Who am I going to have to fuck in here? You know what I mean? <laughs> they that, just, no! That's a normal <laughs> tactic, just, I feel like. That, what if you're right? What if this, like, was a merger event here where... <laughs> Paul Pelosi showed up and said, it's cool time. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. What you should find out, Greg, is if 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 her exorcism happened at the same time as your shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they were releasing the demons from her house and your garage opening because they, they're, they're like, this guy, he's talked about her before, and they've attached themselves to old Greggy. You oh, know what I mean? Oh, no. Yeah, attached dude. to the Pelosi demon? Mm-hmm. Mm. The, the pape oh, demon. Shit. You know what I'm saying? That the pape. Yep. That's what it is. That. I, I wouldn't it. read too much into it, honestly. No, no. And unless you start, well, no, unless you, it happens, like coincidence. I'm like, I've yeah. never seen this happen. I wanted to get your guys' opinion. Unless it starts happening more, I probably wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, if it happens again, yeah, you got to figure that shit out. I mean, you might have to just, you, I mean, you can reset some stuff, but you might have to call somebody. There's garage door guys that can come out and just be like, hey, man, somebody's got something here, and I need this shit fixed. So there's yeah. that. But no, I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Do you use it all the time? Like, you park in the garage? Uh, Well, not right now. We have a bunch of shit out in the garage, but, mm-hmm. yeah, eventually I'm going to be parking in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. That's a weird one. That's a weird one. <laughs> yeah, on our garage, the first, the first day we moved in, 
uh, to our uh, the place that we're renting right now. Uh, I a lot of garages have latches as well, but not generally on like like electro. I haven't seen a lot. I'm sure there are, but like you know the latches that you push in, like oh, yeah. it locks it in the frame. I've never had one on my electric garage door. I've always seen it on manual doors, right, as a locking precaution. And so we get to the house, and I, uh, I'm i like, okay, you know, we've got the, the U-Haul here. Let's open this bitch up. Let's get this stuff going. You know what I'm saying? And I hit the button, and the whole garage is like, <laughs> and just starts le- and like bending and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, there was a oh. fucking latch. And then because it was coming up at such a weird angle, all the – the metal wire came off the you know hook and, and it just boosh, crashed. And I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck is this?" And then I noticed the latch. Mm. Then I had to call Wait, the the, so the whole the whole door fell off. No, no, no. It just like all because there's the tension uh, where the wire comes up, the metal wire comes up and it wraps around. So when it comes up, there's a tension thing to hold it up, and it broke loose, and the the door was basically like you could just wiggle that shit but it was like all fucked and i it was like the first day we're here and i have to ruin the garage door uh but no they they we called them out and they fixed everything and they're like yeah i don't know what happened this thing you know and i'm like i don't know what happened man like i didn't tell them that the fucking latch was locked but uh oh, well until they listen to this episode okay. yeah 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 yeah. but no incriminating himself they're a bitch max they have those lasers you know and those things can get yeah. like all wonky and you have to make yeah. sure that they're all right and yeah, it's it's a pain in the butt, but no, nah, dude, you're fine. I bet you it's a, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what to say. Do you have any extra in your house? Well, no, but I I can get the exorcist out by Wednesday. Okay, I mean, that's good. It, yeah. it shouldn't be a problem, and so I think I'll fix it. That's good. That's yeah. a good thing. Uh, did you watch? Uh, so we, <laughs> we we talked about my bookie, so I was gonna say, did you get to watch any of the playoff games? Dude, I did. I, you know, I would have bet hard on the Bills and the Giants, and I would have lost hard as well. Uh, it sucks for the Bills, dude. They just never, uh, they can't pull it through. No, sorry, dude. My cord was wrapped. All kinds of stuff. The Bills struggle with that, uh, but you know what? The Bengals look good. You know what I'm saying? They look pretty good. Yeah, well, yeah. And and the Niners, I, I think the Niners are actually going to win the Super Bowl this year. That's my, uh, That's my your... prediction. Okay. So, but, yeah, I mean, it was it was a good game. The Bills game was all in snow. I don't know if you got to watch that one. Yeah, we watched some of it. It was it was a fun game. Uh, so, I'm because I didn't get to watch. I don't have TV. So, I got to watch highlights and shit. And it was the Bills-Bengals, right? Yep. And then the Cowboys-49ers. Obviously, uh we don't have to play it, obviously, but there, like, there was a big thing where that was a pretty close game, the Cowboys and the 49ers. And then uh, yep. the Cowboys had like roughly 30, 40 seconds left on the clock. They had the ball. It's uh, 13 to 19 or something like that, roughly. Oh, did they do one of those Clyde in the air tackle moves on the, no. on the dog pile? No, they just decided like to the they decided to fucking go completely out of the norm and just say, we're just going to put this random stupid play. for so-. It was probably it was a fourth down because they ended up not getting it, and it turned the ball over, which ended the game. Mm. But they decided to not do the norm and just be the team that they are, and they decided to put Ezekiel Elliott, their running back at center, in this weird, like, formation. And he just got, like, because, listen, you're talking about linemen, bro. Like, the biggest men on the field. These powerhouse fucking thighs the size of this table. And you put your running back, who is powerful, don't get me wrong, but he is not a lineman. And they just crush him over, dude. Like they, they didn't. They, they just went. They went and pushed him, and he went. Fuck, you know. And uh, they had to throw this quick pass, and it was. It was. They, I think they caught it, but it was not enough. It was not enough yardage. 
So it was a terrible fucking idea. Terrible idea. Hmm. You have 40 seconds. You were driving the ball down, and you decided to do this last play when you should have just got your 12 yards or whatever you needed, and then maybe try that trick play, but not a good time. And people are just blasting them over this uh, because they were looking great, man. The, the Cowboys were looking really solid, and this was a stupid play. Did you see this play, Greg? No, I didn't, but like 12 to 19 is just a weird score. I mean, it's really rare that you see 19. Because he missed two. Well, 19, but 12, too. 12 is a weird one. Yeah. Field goal. Did he miss the field goals again? The extra extra points? Oh, okay. I think he did. Robbie Cool. Yeah, so if you remember, he missed five or four or five of the extra point kicks on one of the last games, and people were like, how in the fuck do you do this? And then I guess he missed more. Mm. He missed two more, which... Sounds like you need a new kicker. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, and again, I'm going to say this, and I listen, I'm not some, like, sports guy, like, insane sports guy, but I'm like, your job is to walk on the field a handful of times you li- and kick a ball. Yeah, you literally only kick balls. Like, I would venture to guess that any, like, decent man in, or woman in the crowd could come on the field and kick that goal. Well, anybody from the crowd can come and miss five of them. That's true. <laughs> That's very true, and he gets paid money. Uh, but no, if you want to just play it real quick, uh, just where is it at? Uh, it's uh, it's like the New York something there. Yeah, Cowboys season ending with uh, Ezekiel Elliott at center on bizarre final play. And uh, I know Greg, you can't see this. I wish you could, but here's the play. And uh, are we gonna get hit with this? Um, it, well, I won't play the audio. Don't play the audio. Final. Oh, okay, yeah, c- cut that now. So right now, just stop it. Can you zoom? So you see up there, Ezekiel Elliott is in the center. And look how the formation is. They have wide Everything's left and right. wide open. And wide open for that for Dak Prescott, dude. So watch this and just goes, nope, not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. Oh, I'm watching it right now, And dude. the pressure. What so, the hell is this? See, they caught the ball, but they were short a couple yards. It was a stupid play. Well, time, why, time ran out anyway. I mean, you only you throw it why, the see, zone, why, Oh, they only so had five seconds I don't know left. who the receiver is here. But why okay. did he stop so soon? Why didn't he run a couple more yards? He literally ran up until he was two yards away from the, the so line, me, yeah, but here's and the, then just stopped. Okay, but see, here's the deal. I could tell you, like, I don't know much. I don't know much. But here's what I'm thinking was supposed to happen. Dak was supposed to get rid of that ball much quicker. So he stopped to get the ball. And if you notice, if you if Dak would have thrown that ball faster, like got it out of his hands quicker, and he would have caught it, he was wide time. open. He'd he would have room to, to navigate. But, yeah, you're right. There wasn't 30 seconds, Greg. There was one second or a couple seconds. This was the final play. But that's a – you throw it into the freaking end zone. You you lob that ball all the way to 10 buck two, bro, because that's your only hope, right? You have to score yeah, a touchdown. And they're, they're stuck at – they were on the, like, 20-yard line, so they had 80 yards to go. Yeah, I know. Listen. Uh, it did not look good for them. So. No, it didn't. But I'm saying that's a – regardless, it didn't look good. But that right there – was a dumb play. Like you do the hail mary, right? Mm, yeah. Is that is that not the case? With seconds on the clock in the fourth quarter. Yeah, you. Yeah, fucking, I mean, your 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 season's you over. Go for broke. Anyways, you go for broke. If they catch it and they score, who cares? It's over. They would have just took a knee, took the win, and and been done, which is what they did anyways. I mean, you can't be. I mean, maybe they were just like, hey, let's try something new. We're gonna lose anyway. No, no, no. You don't go like that. No, their fans don't <laughs> want that. They early. wanted to see that last second hurrah because oh, yeah. if it would have worked. Get yeah. out of here. 
But then the kicker, it would have been uh, 18 to 19. He would have missed the field goal, and they would have lost anyways. So, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? It was... <laughs> yeah. What would have been worse, try a, a stupid, dumb play that didn't work and lose, or go Hail Mary, get one point away, miss the field goal, and lose? No, you, you miss the field goal and lose because then you could say the kicker is done. He's no longer a part of this organization. <laughs> now that, you That happened, remember? Yeah. That actually happened when the, uh, the Vikings. Minnesota Vikings were going up against the Seahawks, yep. and they got the touchdown, the Vikings did, and all they had to do was get that extra point, and they missed it. Yep. And <sighs> the, Seahawks, out. the Seahawks advanced. Yeah. That was a I big actually one. seen a sign. There was a, a TikTok I seen where they like paused the, the game camera. And some there was a, a kid in the stands that had that sign from fucking laces uh, had laces out. See, here's the thing. I actually read, and I'm sure this is not true for all cases, okay? Because I, I guarantee you, now kickers get a lot of gr- like flack because they're kickers, bro. They're little weaklings most of the time. Uh, but my thing is, is like there's been reports that most kickers don't even hardly practice. Like they show up to the facility, they do a couple kicks, and then they bounce out. Like, cause they don't have, there's no, they're not involved with shit. They just literally walk on the field and they kick. But here's my problem is if you're paying in millions as an organization, I would actually mandate it because I've seen, and you can watch this with the NBA and with other aspects, right? Like Kobe Bryant, for example, or, or Damian Lillard or fucking LeBron James. Those guys are, they literally are shooting hundreds of shots every single practice. Yeah. That's all they do. They obviously work out their game plans, but those guys are just, they'll say like, I got to make 33s before I leave this court. In a row. Yeah, those, I mean, we talked about Discipline. this a little bit on an episode before where, I mean, skills and stuff like that, If you, it, it is those things where if you don't fucking use it, you lose it. Muscle memory. So if you don't practice what you're fucking doing, and you're kickers, not going to be as good. Kickers can sway the game, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, missing a three-point shot is one thing. Missing a freaking extra point, like, missing one's fine. It happens, right? You shank it. It happens. Missing four or five in one game and then missing two more in this game, you're never stepping on a field again, my friend, ever. <laughs> uh, welcome to Burger King. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's your fucking life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you're weak, so uh, you're probably not getting any ladies either. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah? I don't know. Hey, kickers are people, too. I remember that was the phrase of this uh, NFL <laughs> podcast that I used to listen to. Kickers because are they're people. like, come on, let's not forget about the kickers. Well, what's that dude's name, the uh, the kicker that has their show, own show now? What's his name? Oh shit! I don't. I didn't hear about this. No, he's huge, man. He has a huge podcast. It's massive, massive, mm-hmm. massive podcast. And he used to kick for the Colts. Uh, I can't think. He does a sports show and shit. Uh, God dang it! Uh, okay. Well, uh, I mean, my bad because well, that makes me sound stupid as shit because I don't remember his name. Either he's, way, he's I, hilarious. I, I guess if you ever get in a fight with that guy, you don't have to worry about him kicking you in the balls because he'll miss. True that. Ooh, true. true that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, listen. I, I unfortunately, I'm not as involved with like the NFL as I used to be, and that's mostly because I just don't have access to it because I, I did enjoy yeah. watching football, especially this time of year. You know what I mean? It's always fun. You see some of the best going against the best. I, I'm not I'm not very confident on the 49ers. Uh, from what I've seen, like I think they're really good, but who are they going up against? Who's the next rounds now? That we Now that the Bengals won. Well, they're going into Philly to face the Eagles, which is going to be a big challenge. That's not going to be easy for them. That's going to be a tough yeah. one. And then the Bengals are going to play the Chiefs. Am I wrong? Yep. That's Bengals a tough Chiefs. So uh, that's, those are some good games, bro. The The Eagles yeah. are looking – they had an incredible year, dude. They really had an incredible year. Yeah, well, their offense is, like, unstoppable. And their defense looks pretty damn good, too. And so when you match up 
you know, in Philly, mm-hmm. it's going to be pretty uh, pretty tough for the Niners to win that one. Yeah, I mean, I, I can hear. I, I, there's a chance they make it. There's a chance they beat the Eagles out and they go to the Super Bowl. But I, I still, like at this point, from what I know, the Chiefs or the Bengals look like one of those are it. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're looking like full packages. And obviously Mahomes and is the Chief or the Chiefs. I mean, he's just tough, bro. He's tough. Well, the cool story with the Niners uh, just before like to get out of here real quick is that their their quarterback right now is the third Pretty. string quarterback Brock Purdy. Yep, and he was drafted the last player in the NFL draft, seventh round, Mister Irrelevant. And now he has a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Absolutely, so. dude. Listen, hey, I, like obviously, like as a Seahawks fan, I always have been right. Like the 49ers and the Seahawks have this rivalry, so there's always this little. But I'm not going to lie to you. I love the 49ers growing up because, I mean, they had some of the greatest teams of all time, dude. Yeah. They really did. Uh, but the, the story about Purdy is actually really freaking incredible. Because if I'm not mistaken, it was uh, – was it Nick Saban that he played for or that he was – I can't remember. But there was a there was something going around. One of the big coaches, I'm pretty sure it was Nick Saban, actually said that he wasn't, like, tall enough, big enough. His arm wasn't good enough. His accuracy mm. wasn't quite good enough. And uh, and now he is has an opportunity to go deep into the playoffs for the 49ers. And he's looking great. Like, he looks like a great quarterback uh, for their future. You know what I'm saying? Because they actually picked yeah. up – they had that – He was uh, – like, oh, he ended up going to Iowa State University, I'm reading, after a humbling visit to University of Alabama. So, Saban is Alabama, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. And so, maybe you're, like, he visited Alabama and they're like, no, you're not tall enough, all this yep. stuff, and then went to Iowa State. and hmm and and what yeah. was what was the uh, uh, Trey Lance? Uh, the 49ers went and picked up this top prospect, Trey Lance, right, as this new quarterback mm-hmm. of their future, and then he ended up freaking blowing out his knee or leg or something. He had a broken leg, and then they went through the other guy, that pretty dude, Garoppolo, Garoppolo and then that didn't work that well, or he hurt himself, one of the two, and then pretty got it. And there he is. Yeah. He's, he's running this team. That's, to me – is that is the cool thing about sports is that you're never out. You know what I'm saying? If you work yeah. hard and you're putting in the time and you know and you trust yourself, you have real opportunity, man. Well, and it's kind of a, a whole kind of a, a Rudy story, right? Where a little he's bit. He's kind of given him a, finally has an opportunity. He's taking full advantage of it. At the beginning of the year, Purdy probably thought he would never see the field and <laughs> was probably yeah. honestly probably looking at going – I'm going to be lucky to even get a backup position. If I'm a third stringer and I'm not even breaking ground, like it's going to be hard to even get a backup position. Yeah. And here you are, you're running this team and people are praising you and you know what? He deserves it, man. He freaking deserves it, dude. So, it's listen, I I like what, the story. What's his number? What number is he? Yeah, like what what does he wear on his chest? What, what number is he? That's a great question, dude. I have no idea. I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, Are you trying, trying to, to tie in the numbers? Is this a sacrifice? <laughs> well, no, I'm thinking because it reminds me, if he's number 12, it reminds me of how Tom Brady got in because it was like um, a big 13. game on the line. He's 13, the number 13. Lucky 13, baby. Is he 13? Yep. Okay, because uh, Tom Brady obviously was 12, but Tom Brady had to step in to replace some big shoes. I mean, their their starting quarterback was awesome, and Brady stepped in and was like the man. Yeah, because uh, Tom Brady just, took over for Drew Bledsoe. Am I wrong? Yeah, yep. and it was just his team after that. So it might be Purdy's team. Hey, you know what? I, I listen. I, I, you don't have to love the 49ers to appreciate that this this kid is. And, and I remember when he came out and played his first game. 
that was like a big thing where they showed his parents were in the crowd mm-hmm. for whatever reason, or they maybe they knew he was starting, but they were like crying, bro. They were just like so proud of their son got this opportunity. Oh, yeah. And now to see him like actually almost take him, could be taking him all the way. Could be. Even then, like still give the guy credit. He's the first, the first time he's getting playing action and he's not botching it. That's the big yeah. thing. Like he, you would expect mistakes, but he's not botching this, this whole thing. So I do give him some credit. Now, Going deep against some great teams might show his his weaknesses as far as experience, or maybe he rises, or he rises because I mean that's kind of what he's done so far, right? Absolutely, dude. So I need to go get me yeah. a pretty rookie card because that shit's <laughs> going up about you. That's pretty expensive. Yeah, uh, they. I bet you right now they probably went from you know if you would have got at the beginning of the year you probably would have paid for a graded ten rookie card autograph. Let's say you probably would have paid fifty bucks. 60 bucks i bet you they're hundreds and hundreds of dollars right now if not more hmm. so and if he oh, wins yeah. yeah big time bucks dude big time bucks so no this is this is cool it's a cool story a cool uh, unfortunate story. because obviously we're in texas and i was rooting for the cowboys in this one and, and at the end of the day i want to see the cowboys be good just because they are america's team you know what i'm saying but so is the 49ers 49ers are right there they both have uh long histories you know what i'm saying the cowboys and the 49ers in the 90s were incredible yeah so it's cool dude and I do like sports. I do miss watching some sports. I miss my Blazers. They lost to the Lakers last night, and fucking sucks, dude. LeBron. Ugh. But it is. Dude, I'm, it look, is. I'm looking at a, a Panini, or what is this? Uh, yeah, the NFL Panini Instant Rookie Card. $62.32. Yeah, yeah, but the, the instant cards are garbage. I'm just going to tell you. Uh, oh. Those cards are usually, like, the first run of them, and they're mass-produced. Uh, but if you get on eBay... Yeah, I don't have eBay on here, but I bet you if you get on eBay and look up a pretty rookie card right now, they're probably asking $1,000 for it. I bet you, at this point, I would almost bet you that it's going for 1000 bucks. So, pretty auto rookie. I'm going to look this up right now. Right. PSA 10. You got to do a PSA 10. That's like this. $800 on Etsy. This one's got 720 bucks oh, with 33 yeah. bids so far, and it still has six days to go. But if you look at the sold, I, I bet you... $22,000 this sold for. PSA Holy 10 Lord. auto Jeez. is a 2022 Panini certified signature, which is a one-of-one card, right, which is obviously the biggest one, but $22,500. The next one that sold $2,375, $2,384. That card, that card was not worth 100 bucks at the beginning of the year. And that's that yeah. investment part. Now, here's the deal. That guy just bought that card for $22,500. Then this is the risk. If they lose. Well, if they lose, that's fine. Because then they say, hey, this guy is looking great, right? And you'd look long-term. But if next year he comes out and he's a fucking dog, you just spent yeah, a lot exactly. of money on a card. And you bought it at 22000 which means to me, you're, the opportunity for it to go up even more is real slim at that point. But yeah. if you get it at a $500 and it goes up to 3000 and it maintains that and he becomes a really great starter, even a Hall of Famer, let's say, yeah, you're going you're gonna to retain that value for a long, long, long time. So there's risk and reward to it all. I would never pay $22,000 for his rookie card yet. <laughs> no. Right on. So anyways. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to head out here, guys. No, we're yeah. good. We're wrapping up here. Uh, guys, we had a fun show. That was a good one. Uh, again, real fast, guys. Part of my American.com, uh, right? You can get all that get merch that on there. Get that new shit. Got that new shirt. Patrons, please go sign up. Uh, there's going to be lots of cool things for you on there. Lots of opportunity to get some more shows. And uh, maybe some changes coming we're going to talk about. So, we appreciate you guys, oh, yeah. Greg. We appreciate you taking the time on the road with us, man. And uh, on to the next, right? Hell yeah. Go.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.